Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you one bad mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, it's the umpteenth genius fail spectacular plus rant Labor Day edition. Woo! Oh my gosh, somebody's wooing with me. This is so exciting. I'm not alone. Okay, technically, you all have been wooing with me, and I appreciate that. But today, there is a live woo because joining me for the Genius Fail Spectacular, I am so excited to welcome back Rebecca Bloom, who has co-hosted with us a few times over the pandemic. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here. And I, I'm excited to be here every week. But I, So that was weird. I'm excited <laughs> that you are here. So just so everybody remembers, Rebecca's been teaching early childhood education and early elementary education for 17 years, 18 years now. So eight, 18 a long, now. A long time. A long, long time. <laughs> Her hope, I think, like pandemic years, though, that's like five years, right? Like, yes, <laughs> pandemic yeah, you like, add. So now I'm up to 23. I'm sure they're going to compensate me for that. Oh, it's going to be yeah. fun. The mental health. Anyway, uh, she also <laughs> has a beautiful, blended family with four stepchildren and a toddler. They didn't age faster during a the t- pandemic. No, <laughs> no, time moves slower. No. It was yeah. completely a different ballgame. Was it was a different ballgame. It's like two time tunnels yeah. moving in different speeds. Sorry, continue. No, that's like physics. I aged five years, yeah. and my child aged at a rapid, slow snail <laughs> pace of half time. That's what happened. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So I thought Rebecca would be a lot of fun to join us for the Genius Fail Spectacular because I know them to be. Very compassionate and and a little broken. So I think that's the perfect combination when listening to Genius Fail Calls. But I got to do that before we start. I have to just do my quick thank yous. I'm going to kind of keep them short today because we are doing Genius Fail Spectacular. But I want to do a few thank yous. Thank you. Everybody in the medical profession, I say it every week and I will keep saying it. I am so sorry that the numbers keep going up and people just cannot have nice things. I am so very sorry about that, but I continue to just be so thankful and grateful that you continue to show up to work, regardless of if you are a doctor, if you are a nurse, an EMT, the people who input the data, the people who keep the hospitals and the doctor's offices and all the facilities sanitized and clean. Thank you. And I'm just going to do a quick thank you to teachers because I'm looking at one. (laughs) Thank you, Rebecca. (laughs) And thank you all teachers and school administration and school boards and everybody who's just trying to make this work. I got to, I do, I'm sorry. We're just going to derail the Genius Fail Spectacular right away. You are a teacher. I do not expect Mm. you to speak for 
all teachers. No, that's how it works. I, I speak for all of them. Oh, okay, good. Am I <laughs> correct in thinking that this is a tad stressful this year? It's stressful. I think it, it feels less stressful this year. Oh. Last year, it's like it's decreased as we've gone through. Like mm. the Thursday we went home and we had to be on Zoom on Tuesday, that was stress. That was yeah. high stress. <laughs> then we had a whole year. Yeah. That was stressful. And now I'm like back in a classroom. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm actually genuinely excited and it feels so normal. The only thing that's different is the masks and the tests. And at this point, that's so normal yeah. for me that I'm I'm like, we're basically back. It's fine. <laughs> Obviously, it's not. Obviously, I know we're going to spend some time on Zoom at some point probably, but... Uh, I know, but like, just like for a few days. I know, I um, know, but, I know. I'm just like. <laughs> but beyond that, it really, it does. My classroom looks like a classroom. Like it feels really good. I'm feeling really stoked and excited. And we also know that these students have really particular needs coming out of that time. So like, I don't know, that gets my like teacher juices going. Like I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what cool stuff are we going to do to 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 get you back on board. <laughs> I know. A lot of social and emotional. A lot of social and oh, emotional. So boy. much. Oh, boy. So much. All oh, day. All day. All day and all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I think that is a beautiful place to segue into the umpteenth, because I have lost count, everybody. Genius, <laughs> fail, spectacular, plus rant. Genius time, genius time. Oh, Rebecca, because you are my co-host, I get to say, genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. <sighs> well... I, this is really someone else's genius, but I did it and it makes me feel like a genius every time I see it, is I, I like to organize my apps on my phone because, you know, you got to find stuff and I have a cute picture of my baby on the back. So I want to see it. I don't want apps all over his face. So I turned them into affirmations and they are what? affirmations <laughs> by their category. So all the things like I need on a regular basis says I am organized. All financial <laughs> apps say I am wealthy. I am here is for any navigation devices. I'm here. I am present. Uh -huh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. All my photos and scrapbooking apps, because I've just discovered scrapbooking apps, huh. say I have memories. Oh. Do you have a I am a self affirmation? See, that's that's the problem. Yeah. I, what app is that? I don't know. I don't know. All the apps are, my apps are all like basically, my affirmations are, yeah, you still have something to do. Here's one more thing. <laughs> Here's another thing. Did you forget? Did you forget there's more? There's more. <laughs> Maybe I am myself could be like my health insurance app. It could be, or it could be, you know, uh, audio porn. Either way. Ooh. Yeah. 
You know? Could be, could be. <laughs> I like that. I think the goal, I think what you're making me realize is I need some apps that are for me. That are just for you. Well, I think you're a genius. Self. I think you're a genius. Thank you. I think that's really an amazing idea. And I might do that just to amuse myself. Good do job. It. All right, everybody, simple genius. Last week, I announced that my genius was dropping the forms off, the medical forms for the school at the doctor's offices. My fail was that I just let weeks pass without getting them. I went back and I got them. And they have been uploaded into the system. <laughs> now everybody knows that my children are still vaccinated. <laughs> They're front and back sheet now. It's pretty good. But that was the very last school form, as far as I know, that I needed to, to turn in. So, good job. Thank you so much. Now, Welcome. let's just shut up and bask in what we really want. And that is <sighs> listening to you guys share your geniuses. Hi, Business Teresa. I have a genius moment. The kids are off at school and I'm having breakfast and coffee in my patio, doing a crossword puzzle and listening to music. I feel so great considering I was a wreck Monday, the first day of school, Tuesday, Wednesday, and all last week. Thank you so much for getting me through basically my whole life. Um, <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. Love you guys. Bye. You are doing an amazing job. And I have to say why I played this. Look, we, we get calls a lot that are like, I'm having coffee. <laughs> and I think this is really fair, yeah. but like genius. It is genius. But I, I need to emphasize that we just came off of like basically two years of Many, many of us, if not all of us, having no real time, zero time, you're doing a good job. And I'm really glad you said the thing about it took a couple of days to get there. I, I just hope everybody, yes. like when their kids are back in for how long or however short that's going to be, just have that moment. Right? Yes. yes. I had that moment this morning. It had to be at 5.30. Sure. And it only lasted 10 minutes. Yeah. But like, that was great. Yeah. That, that, is, a, that is a genius. That it's important. And every, you're doing a really great job. Hey, One Bad Mother. I'm a Southern California mom calling with a genius. So where we live, there are always wildfires at this time of year. And it turns our long commute to an even longer commute. And I typically dread these days because it's not fun to try to occupy a three-year-old on a long drive with a clogged-up freeway when we're just trying to get home and there's a wildfire going on. So my genius is, uh, the last time we got stuck in a traffic jam like this, I went on Amazon and I found a little car seat tray table sort of thing that just folds up and I can store it in the back seat of the car. And it comes with coloring books and coloring supplies. And I kept it a secret until today, now that we're driving home in the traffic with a fire. And so I was able to reach back there, pull it out. My three-year-old is delighted. And she totally doesn't mind. It's going to take us a long time to get home. I'm glad that 
by drive home is going to be a little bit easier. You guys are doing a great job. And for today, I think I am too. Yeah, you are doing a great job. Awesome job. And one of the best geniuses there was keeping it a secret. Yes, yes, secret gift. Secret gift. I've learned you stash them. Yeah. And then you bust them out when you need them. Total genius. It's like a like emergency calm pinata. You just have to like whack yes. it and like here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, like I you are a genius. Good job. Hey one bad mother. Um this is a genius. My very first ever genius. Um I have a three month old and I'm using a ring sling with him. And that's relevant. Um and so I my keys are on a carabiner and I just realized today that I can clip my carabiner keys onto the ring of the ring sling, and then my hands are actually free so that I can do things like make phone calls while walking around the park. I'm a genius. I'm doing a great job, and so is everyone else. We got this. Bye. Yes. Yes. This is like, you know, I don't, this is like MacGyver-like style. And I think it's important to remember this because, like, when you have a three-month-old or really the first two years of life with a child, you're not thinking a lot. Like, well, <laughs> like you're no. so tired. Yeah. No, some of those neural net pathways yeah. have shut down. They, yeah, they said, no more. We mm-hmm. are going to don't even come calling. Just focus on that baby and leave us alone. That's right. See you in 20 years. But I, <laughs> so like things like clipping, I can remember great clipping victories. Oh, I just clipped that to this and then it won't follow the floor. Or I clipped this to this. But on the ring sling is such, because there's not a lot of places to clip Mm-mm. on a ring sling. And you know we don't have pockets as yeah, ladies. Yeah, we pockets. So that is a triumph. Yeah. Good I job. Agree. I agree. Good job. Hi, one bad mother. This is a genius. Uh, we are driving back uh, from my aunt's house on a three-hour drive, and we accidentally put our activity bag in the trunk, of course, and we're on the highway, and we realized it. So uh, to keep our sleeping infant sleeping while the toddler, almost three, wants to play, we gave him the car manual holder to draw on some newspaper we found in the car. And then he found out that the car manual is a book about cars, and he loves it. <laughs> and so now he's reading our car manual. Infant is asleep in the car seat, and it'll probably buy us, I don't know, 20 minutes if we're lucky. But <laughs> that's our genius. Uh, you're all doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. Okay, I just have to let you know that both Rebecca and Gabe's eyes both just like, boy, <laughs> when you said there are pictures of cars at the car, both of their eyes were like, what? Because it's, it's so, so good. Good. It's an accidental genius. It's like, yeah. Like, it's, oh, who knew that that would be that? My toddler is a gearhead, and he, that would totally yeah. work. Yeah. That is so good. It is so good. Hey, I'm calling in with a genius. It's kind of a piggyback genius. Uh, years ago, before my first one was even teething, uh, Teresa gave a great uh, genius of having her youngest teeth on frozen waffles and I took that and ran with it and right now my youngest is 
achieving the slowest growing molars known to man. And I didn't have frozen waffles, but I did have frozen potatoes, smiley things. Those little, you know, quote unquote hash browns, quote unquote french fry things that are smiley faces. Give that to him. He can hold it. He can chew on it. He loves it. But it's not as messy as shoving blueberries into a little mesh thing, which is great, but messy because it's blueberries. Anyway, thanks for the show. Love you guys a lot. Bye. Oh, yeah. This oh, Okay. You're doing a very good job. You are a genius. I could spend, like, the rest of the show just talking about potatoes with smiley faces. Right? Like. I actually don't know what these are. I don't know what they are either because my children don't eat anything uh, that, like, that's even remotely fun, right? Like, and so I can't, and Ellis won't eat anything with a face. Right. So I can't that's, give him I just potatoes with the face or, like, a dinosaur-shaped chicken nugget. There are two things wrong with that in Ellis's <laughs> world. So I have not seen these, but I like that they exist because, because why not? Because <laughs> I can't. I think, why not? And I just love these ideas for teethers. This is yeah. so good. It's good genius. Job. Good job remembering. Mm. Right? I have a genius moment. I just said no today. I just said no, and I didn't. I didn't, like, do anything extra today. I didn't get together with friends. I I didn't go to my mom's house. I didn't get together with cousins. I just stayed home, and I got the things done I needed to get done. My kids are still crabby, but <laughs> but I'm in a better mood. <laughs> Woohoo! You're doing your job. You're genius. You're genius. Yeah. What I like is that you eventually had to start talking as if you were talking to a child because your child was there. I said no to this, and I said no to this, and no to this, and I, I actually like in all seriousness, I think this is a real genius. Totally, saying no is really hard. It is really hard, and I read this thing once, this parenting thing that was like. If you think about, sometimes it feels like you didn't do anything fun with your kids, but if you think about it from their perspective, like Mm. they did this and they did this and they did this and it was fun. But sometimes it needs to be from our perspective. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to get your shit done. Yeah. No. And that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. You get to say no. But like for real, you are doing a remarkable job. Hey, ladies, I have a genius that is so silly. Um, It is ridiculously stupid. But we had this random – one of my kids brought up a unused roll of wrapping paper. I have no idea where it came from. It's not that interesting. Um, Not something I'm going to use, really. (laughs) And um, my 19-month-old just took it out of, like, the wrapping thingy that it has, like the plastic covering. And is now just playing with wrapping paper, unrolling, covering it up. It's like a blanket for her. And it's just fun. And I'm just sitting watching it, um, watching the Olympics. <laughs> She's just being ridiculously silly with wrapping paper. And that's all. Simple and fun. Thanks. Um, and Biz, you're doing amazing. Take some time off for yourself. 
You deserve it. Bye. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I cannot control myself from saying you let the good times unroll before <laughs> you. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> I. Thank you. Gabe says yes. Rebecca, you're gone. I'm out of here. You're out of here. I remember once Raiden, the artist formerly known as Katie Bell, when they were like uh, three, uh, like started playing with a towel outside. And it was almost infuriating how much fun they were having with a towel. And I was like, what? No. I mean, yay. But (laughs) once you get over that, it's like, oh, they're nice. They don't need me to play with them. Wrapping paper is amazingly fun and simple and wonderful. And Olympics was like one of the few times this summer that I think I was calm yeah. when no one was watching the Olympics. It is yeah. – that's just – that just sounds calming. Right. Thinking about it. Yeah. I want to go to there. Do the you have an affirmation for that on your phone I yet? I need one. I need an app that takes me to my baby playing with wrapping paper while I watch the Olympics. Oh, bonus points if it was gymnastics. Yes. You're doing such a good job. All right, everybody. Let's enjoy our last genius. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I am calling with a genius. We have had purple kinetic sand in a bin in our house for the whole pandemic and it gets everywhere. And I swear to God, it's a different consistency from the normal kinetic sand. <laughs> and it's been causing a lot of tantrums from me. And today I lost it because it was on my children's feet and then it was on our carpet and our rugs and our floor. And they're upstairs mm. taking the bath and I just threw all of the kinetic sand away. I took it out of bottles. I took it out of salt shakers. That they play with. I took it out of tins. I took it out of their play kitchen. I took it out of the tub, and I threw it away. Yeah. And that's it. And there's no more kinetic sand. And I just feel like I'm doing a really good job. And so are you. <laughs> that's right. You are doing it. There's so much here. I'm sorry. I like, hey. There's so much. Yeah. First of all, you're doing a really good job. The other thing that you may not appreciate about what a good job you're doing is all the places you let your kids play with kinetic sand. Like Rebecca, see Rebecca's like teacher face, like lighting up. Oh, I'm going to lose it. Right? When she was listing yeah. all the places that it was. I was thinking about you and the glitter. Yeah. And like it just doesn't exist. Like right. my kinetic sand is in a bag, in a bag, yeah. in the bin, in a closet, a yeah. pie. Yeah, but she's also right about the consistency because we had kinetic sand for a while and it was gold. It did all oh, the stuff yeah. it was supposed to do. It stayed. And if you if it fell out of the bin, whatever, that it was wherever they were playing, it was really easy just to, like, sweep up. And, like, it was really easy. I wonder if there's just some chemical, unknown chemical, possibly boogers and spit from children, that when mixed, or maybe a, maybe a pouch. COVID. Pouch squeeze. Or COVID. Or just... Just the actual, like, uh, chemical reaction of having to be home so long with your children created, like, something physical that changed the consistency (laughs) of kinetic sand. And I just, I love that panic. It's not the same. 
Because you're then you live with this means is that this person has had conversations with other people who were like, well, what kind of kinetic sand did you get? Are you <laughs> sure it was kinetic? Right? Like, did you make it yourself? It was it from Did the you get the, you got the good, the on brand or the yeah. generic? Generic. That's right. And you're like, so she's got to be like, it's not the same consistency as normal kinetic sand. It is the sand's fault. And you are the boss of that house. Yeah. And you are the boss of the kinetic sand. Yeah. Good job. Very good job. You're all doing a good job. You really are, despite the fact that August's phone line was really full of a lot of rants, guys. <laughs> all the rant heavy side. But what's great about that is that it should remind you that you are not alone. <laughs> not alone. Geniuses make us feel really good. Mm -hmm. But failures make us feel really great. Yeah. We will be back for the next part of the umpteenth genius fail spectacular plus rant. One Bad Mother is supported in part by BetterHelp Online Therapy. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have, life can be stressful. And not just stressful, it can feel impossible sometimes. Kids in your house? Check. Pandemic? Check. <laughs> Massive uncertainty about the choices we need to be making at a time like this? Yeah. I might, I might need somebody to talk to. And look, even if you're not feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, it doesn't mean that talking it out and unloading can really make a difference. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. And it can be more affordable than in-person therapy. So see if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and One Bad Mother listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash badmother. Have your first session in under 48 hours at betterhelp.com slash badmother. We're back to the upteenth Genius Fail Spectacular Plus rant. And another opportunity for me to use my favorite sound cue. Rebecca, that was thrilling, wasn't it? It was. It was. I really like hearing people's good ideas. It's the best. It is the best feel-good thing I do Yeah, a handful of times a year. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's just it's like it also because most of the ideas like sort of have a, a, a hint of insanity mixed mm. in with them, which is what makes them more delicious. Right? Like, it's like, I did it. I just threw it away. That was incredible. I threw it away. I took it out of here. I took it I out of here. here. I took it out of here. Like, I did like, all of this. Genius. I love it. But what's more fun and really more therapeutic is listening to people uh, fail. Uh, so, with that said, Rebecca, fail me. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Oh, I 
Okay, so I have taught school now for 18 years. I started by teaching preschool for seven years. So when I sent my little toddler off to preschool on Monday for the first time, also, let me be clear, my little preschooler, who's we call him the mayor, yeah. Because he waves to everyone. <laughs> he never cried at daycare for two years. He's like, he if there's a group of children standing around, he goes and he likes to stand in the center of it. Yeah. So I thought, this is going to be fine. My kid's <laughs> not like that. I'm like that. I'm anxious. I'm nervous about him going to school, but he's not like that and yeah. it's going to be fine. My failure was that I forgot that he's a human. Oh. And humans... <laughs> do change no they are not static say it's not so (laughs) and he had a miserable week and i had a miserable week yeah you did and it was awful it was so bad and i i was like okay what what did i tell parents and what do i need to do and what like trying to remember (laughs) No, no, no. Mm -mm. It was some hellish karma that came my way. I must have judged some other mom at some other time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that karma. Because it was real bad. It was really bad. So are you saying that your fail was just forgetting that this could happen? Yeah, I mean, I, yes. I want to be clear about where I should poke you. Yeah, no, feel free. We did a few activities this summer that I was like, well, this is a first, and he might be upset. And every time he was like, got it, bye. So I really think the failure was that I forgot that he could, like, feel differently about different things and be a human and change his mind or change how he was feeling. I just just thought, like, this is not a a problem that we have. Yes. I was wrong. That is the failure. Yes. <laughs> that because everything else totally normal and sucks. <laughs> yeah, but the but the like the oh I had I just like wish there was like some way to make each other feel better during that first week. Because like it's agony. There are so many rants of that and I I just it's it's agony. It is agony. It is. And what sucks is even if you are the person whose kid just like walks in the door, tra la la, two weeks later, it could switch. It could. It could. Yeah, I mean, there's no predicting that. Uh, darn children. Uh <laughs> so you're doing a horrible job uh, yes. not preparing yourself for emotional failure? I don't know. I, sure. That's a good We'll, we'll come up with an affirmation for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this has been a failure before, and now I have really let it get worse. And that is, every week, Gabe makes these fantastic clips from the show, puts it out on, and notes for the show, and he puts it up on Facebook for me. And then I'm, sp- that, all I'm supposed to do is put it on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, this is it. This is all I got to do. A, I'm sorry. Is this I, a repeat fail? That's what I said. I said this is this, a, a <laughs> fail I have said before. But I, like, it had only gone, like, eh, every week I was just, like, a couple of days late. It's been possibly five weeks, guys. And it's been a long time. And I don't know what it is. All it is is me cutting and pasting. 
This is all I have to do because Gabe is so wonderful. And I just need to put it up, put it out there. And we've had killer guests in the last couple of weeks, all of which could stimulate some interesting conversation and or uh, provide people an opportunity to step in and say, that was a great idea, or man, did I really feel that, right? Like that is the whole point, I think, of social media. And I I don't know what it is. And then I just like at night, I'm like, gonna just do this, just do it. Okay, I'm only two weeks behind. I can do it in case you missed it. And then I'm like, that's three weeks. Ooh, what? We had our first two-parter? That's going to be weird if I don't post that up there. And now, now, now it's even weirder and it's even later. And like I mentioned this to my therapist today and they were like, I wonder if it has to do with sharing. And I was like, what? I think it just has to do with like me somehow fucking just making this be about a hard task I don't want to do. And she was like, maybe. <laughs> I was like, maybe. I share all day. Like, what are you talking about? Anyway, guys, there's no hidden message. There's no, I'm just like really tired and like spread a little, spread a little thin. And so the thing that I'm letting go is this very important thing to my work and my community. So I'm really sorry. Uh, So please forgive me when I vomit up like six shows all at once. (laughs) I am sorry. And I just, and I'm also, Gabe, I'm also sorry. Because you work so hard. Mm. And I'm not, like, I just, I, I need to be better. God damn it. <laughs> All right. There's only one thing that will make me feel better. And that is listening to other people fail. Hey, guys. This is a fail. Um, and it's a self-care fail. I am alone in my house for the first time in a very long time. So I decided to do whatever I wanted. And my sister recently got me a grown-up paint-by-number, which is amazing. Um, so I sat down, I made some tea, got my paint-by-number, watching Netflix. And about three minutes into this whole uh, adventure, I mistakenly put my paintbrush in my tea instead of the water cup that I put right next to it. And I just, I don't know. I have to laugh because I, I don't, I don't know how to self care anymore. I guess. <laughs> so I guess I'll make some new tea and put it very far from my water cup and uh, enjoy some silence or some Netflix show. I don't know anything but blippy. Anyways, you guys are doing a great job. I'm doing all right. Bye. I yeah no the fail is you have forgotten how to self care. But I gotta ask, did you drink it? Did you drink the paint tea? Were you that's just a, keeping right? That's a good question. That's yeah. a good question. Let's all let's all play out the scenario in our own head and what would happen. And uh, sticking a paintbrush in your tea, in your coffee, in your wine, in your anything, that is I am I am very sorry. You were ninety percent there. You were ninety percent there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you fucked it up. Bye. It's Being over. really tired. Hi, I'm calling with a little fail. I just had to laugh at my self-inflicted pain here. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old who is learning, you know, consequences for behavior, and one of them is that sometimes toys have to take a break if he's 
doing something inappropriate. And he's a big climber. Like, he can access anything in our house. doesn't care about baby locks and baby gates. He just gets around it. And so I put the toys that are taking a break up on the fridge because that's, like, the one place he can't reach. And today we were really struggling, and so there were lots of toys that ended up on top of the fridge, including (laughs) this really big pirate ship. And as I put it up there, I thought, okay, do not open the door with this on there because it's like it's just going to crash down. And then I walked away. We resolved everything, did bedtime. I come down and try to get something to eat. (laughs) The pirate ship just comes crashing down on top of me. So, you know, there's a consequence for my own behavior, right? Oh, anyway, I suck. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks for the hotline. Bye. Yeah, that was a consequence for your own behavior. <laughs> and you do suck. You do. I the the stuff on top of the fridge. Like we put stuff on the fridge. At some point, I made a crazy promise to myself that I was going to have a clean fridge top. I don't know why. Mm. Now I don't know. Goals. I don't know. There's no moral standing behind it. I just was like, I don't want it. That lasted. Like a day, but so we yeah. have the cereal boxes and the lunch boxes, and like, then the lunch box stuff kind of spreads out. Like maybe a thermos is up there, like those kind of things that we just have to grab every day, and they fall down all the time on me, like all the time. All it rains destruction. We have a snack bin on top of oh. our fridge because it's a little hard to get to. Yeah, to try to snack less. But it doesn't work. So we're always taking it down. And then it's big. And then it moves when you open the freezer. And it's a fucking nightmare. Raining consequences. Raining consequences. (laughs) Hey, One Bad Mother. This is an aggressively dumb fail that I did this morning. My husband, my almost four-year-old and I were sitting in the living room in the morning just trying to wake up. And there's this fly buzzing around. It's like a ginormous fly. It lands on our coffee table. And I, I like, grab the nearest large object to try and kill this thing. So my husband is holding my daughter in his lap so he can't do it. So I grab the nearest heavy thing. And I raise it up. And I bring it down, and instead of it hitting the fly, the object inside of this box goes flying across the room and just smacks the wall super loudly. And it turns out that I'm, like, I I don't even really notice, but I was holding my kid's spiral graph art set thing, and (laughs) it's just this large, heavy plastic thing with art supplies in it and it just wham hits the wall super loudly and my kids just watching us like what the fuck mom (laughs) what possible reason would you have for throwing my toy across the room why would you do this you are a monster you cannot fix it (laughs) and so I grabbed this thing I broke it it just a little bit and my husband and I are just like oh <laughs> and I didn't I didn't even kill the fly guys no. I didn't even kill the fly but you know even if I had mm. like best case scenario I'm using my kids toys 
to kill animals in front of her. So good job, me. Hope you guys are doing better at parenting today. No. Nope. Have a good one. Bye. Wow. I love that you titled this aggressive failure. Yes. Because that's what it is when you're hitting something. And I mean, whatever you did to hit that hard to launch the object inside the box and out and across the room, <laughs> that speaks volumes about general, like, emotional state. <laughs> you were pissed. You were pissed about something else. And then that flag came along and you're like, fine, I will get it. <laughs> and then, like, nothing good ever comes from that. Luckily, most of the time when that happens, it is just that. Something shameful for you as a parent and confusing to your child. Mm -hmm. Like, there are a million things we have used that are not a fly swatter. In fact, that should be a book. This is not a fly swatter. <laughs> and it's like your phone. It's, you know, the school papers, right? Like, it's oh, yeah. always something really important. The family photo album, not a fly swatter, right? Mm -hmm. Child's art. That they just made and brought home. That and one. Lovingly gave to yeah, you. Yeah, loving. I've, that, I've done that. That's a, not a fly swatter. <laughs> just want to let you know. Well, you're doing a horrible job at something. Hi, One Dead Mother. This is a fail and a rant. I was really frustrated by trying to plan a visit with an out-of-town relative who really wants to see us but is also being very unclear about their availability. And you all know why this is hard. Driving out of town with young children means planning, so much planning, and packing and working around nap schedules and all sorts of things. Plus, one of my children has medical needs that include a bunch of daily medications, and they are at higher risk of COVID complications. My child has a surgery coming up in a few weeks, and I'm nervous about everything around that. Uh, also, a lot of our family and friends back home have made different vaccination choices than us, so we're not really casually coming home to pop in for visits right now. So I vented to a very specific close group of friends on social media app, and either one of those people or the app's features failed me, and that's all just found out. And even though my rant there was appropriate and kind and did not mention any names, I still have a damn mess to clean up, and it's my fault. It's all my fault. But, geez, I'm just so tired. Everything is so hard right now. And I thought it was a safe space to vent, and it wasn't. And all it makes me want to do is retreat even further from opening up to people. And I just, this is all so hard. And I want to say, like, can we just all give each other a fucking break and not add more to the burden of other people, if at all possible. Anyways, you're all doing a great job. And right now, I'm not sure that I am. Actually, you're doing a really remarkable job. You know, I mean, the only thing that's a failure here, I mean, and I get, I get the sense of the failure about posting on, like, even though you think it's to like a private group, which is fair, right? I mean, that yeah. that is where we live these days everybody like you know yeah it, i i get i get that but i i think it's actually fair that you tried to go there to vent because the situation 
Like, let's go back. Let's go back to pre-pandemic and just having new babies in your house. I mean, and the most boring of new babies. Okay, like not new babies that don't need extra anything. Just boring old babies. They love cars. They love <laughs> they nap. They they eat anything you give them. They burp like and they this. never and spit it up. Yeah, never. they never spit it up, and they poop. Diamonds. All right. Mm. Even then, it is really hard to schedule things and to go places. And it is very hard for people who are not you to understand that a lot of times. And I don't think it's intentional and it's I don't think it comes from a like a mean place. It's just really hard sometimes to get your head around like, just get in the car, come over. Right? Like, or how about I just drop by anytime? So you can feel really crazy as a parent with a young child. Like, why can't I just get in the car and go? Oh, and then everybody, it looks like everybody else is able to do it but you. Totally. (laughs) Right? And now we are in a very different time. And you've got... Everybody who's got a kid under 12 is stressed out right now. Absolutely. Right? And like, go ahead. And you're advocating for your kid. Yeah. Like that's also a really important part of what you're doing, which is that there's been a few times that I've kind of thrown my hands up and been like, I need to have a social experience. I need yeah. to go do this thing and I'm I'm taking a risk and I'm going to balance that with other choices I'm making. But there's been once or twice I've walked away and been like, what the fuck was I thinking? That was yeah. a little, maybe a little too risky. Yeah, for me. And right. it sounds like for me and for my family and yeah. my unvaccinated kid, but you've got some really specific needs there of, of surgeries and immunity systems and compromise and all of that. And so you've got pandemic on top of special needs, on top of people not understanding where you're at. And on top of people like, I am sorry. I just don't think people need to be expected to be accommodating to situations in which they don't feel safe for their children. And if you have friends and family who are choosing to not get vaccinated. And I know that, you know, there are some reasons out there to why people cannot. It is an additional burden for you. Yes. Not a burden for them. It is an additional burden for you. And that is unfair. And, you know, I'm with you, Rebecca. I think what you're doing is you're advocating for your child and, you know, they've made their choices. You have to make your choices. And I think you're doing a fucking remarkable job in a time in which there are no easy decisions. Totally. Yeah. But, you know, I I guess don't ever go online. I don't know. No, don't talk to anyone (laughs) about your needs. (laughs) Right. Or worries. <laughs> Bottle it up. That's going to end also really, really well. Really well. Hey, one bad mother. I just had to pull my diva cup out of my son's mouth. So, yeah. That's all. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. That is a fail. That's it.
That's, That's it. the whole thing. Didn't take more than five seconds to see oh. what the fail was. I don't really know. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm sure you didn't, like, leave it on the coffee table, right? Like, but, like, maybe. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was in the carbon. It was <laughs> It was probably on top of the refrigerator. Yeah. And then you, like, opened it, and it just fell right into your child's mouth. I, you know, and here's the second question. This is the other thing I've been, because this is not the first Diva Cup fail, and we've had more. And I, I'm like, do I get more like weirded out that it was in my kid's mouth, like like just anything related to my child, or is it weirder that I'm gonna use it, knowing it's been in my child's mouth, right? Like my child's oh, mouth, you're right, right? Like which is which is technically weirder, the mouth or Wherever you put diva cups, I think it's but your armpit. But also, <laughs> they all came from the same place. That's oh. where that kid's mouth came from. That's too deep. That's Maybe. <laughs> Just stop having a period already. Yeah. That's your failure. Uteruses are dumb. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm calling with a fail. So last Halloween, I bought some sort of craft thing and it apparently came with these little tiny plastic spiders. They're basically glitter. <sighs> I bet this is <laughs> your thumbnail. They're just flat spiders. Anyways, my kid found them in the art drawer last week. And I said to her, yeah, go ahead. Use those. Those are cute. Now they're all over my house. They're everywhere. And it's making me crazy because every time I look at one, I think, oh my God, there's another spider in our house. And so I'm walking around feeling like a crazy person, like there's a bunch of bugs in my house. Mm -hmm. And it's just these fucking little plastic spider decorations. So that's my fail. I failed myself by keeping those in my home. Yeah. (sighs) That's it. Thanks for the hotline. Oh, yeah. That. They're two fails. Yeah. There are two fails. You bought them. And then you told your kid to use them. Well, no, okay. The buy you them. Yes, buy. No, that's still good. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's more. Because. The buying them, the little craft kit. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I know you I know. I bought so many. I'm like, ah, turkey feathers for days I have around here. Anyway, I should keep this. I'm sure mm. this will provide some sort of activity for some other time when I really need an activity. Yeah, the thing was is whatever you used it for initially, if you did, you then decided to put it back into your art drawer or art bin. And that, that is, and like, it just, once it exists in the house, you can't say no to it. No. It's against the rules. It is. Right? Like you, oh, yeah. I found this candy bar. I can't, I have to eat it. Yeah. Right? Well, also, what are you going to say? Can I use these? No. No. Why? 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 And why? Why? But what good reason the, do you have? But they're in the art drawer. In the space with all the stuff I'm supposed to be able to use. Oh, damn it. I'm so tired as a person. I can't actually argue this. I'm not even sure why I said no to begin with. It just came out of my mouth. Like like a spider. Fine. Just yeah. use it. Just, I just use it. I, my, my words have no meaning anymore. And I like that. I don't care. Just <laughs> like, do it. I just really like that glitter has just become this universal thing among yes. one bad mother listeners. That like it, It's like the glitter. But it's, it's the spiders. Glitter. Oh. 
Oh, oh, there's so many things there I don't like. Yeah, yeah, glitter and spiders. Well, you're doing a horrible job with creative expression and your children. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I am calling with a fail. I signed my stepson up for a camp that is actually in another state. We have a park called Lincoln Park here in Seattle, and there is also a Lincoln Park in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And apparently, that's the camp I signed him up for. So, I feel really stupid, and I don't think we're going to get the money back. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of day I'm having today. Oh. Uh, You guys are doing a great job. I am not. Thanks. Mm. Bye. None of us have to say a word. No, we're not going to say a word. We'll all just sit here with you in like a shame circle. This is probably one of my all-time favorite fails. This is like so next level. But I do have one more that I think is sort of equal to the epicness of this fail. You're doing a horrible job. Hey, Visit Teresa. This is a fail. I um, I was really just proud. I was so proud of myself because I left work early enough to go to an in-person back-to-school night event. I'm going to be on time. I was actually going to be seven minutes early, and I thought, oh, I'll sit in the parking lot and check my email real fast. But then I got to the parking lot, and there's no one there. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I went on the wrong day, but I did not. I am on the right day, and I'm at the right time. I am at the wrong school. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and the funny part to me is that I actually work in a school, and I've been telling people all week since school started, I've been saying to them, you guys, it's been, you know, kids haven't been in the building for 18 months this is really new, like they keep getting lost, we need to really slow down, all these things. And apparently I forgot that as a parent I haven't gone to school for 18 months either. And I don't even know what school my child goes to. That is, I I don't even know what to say about that. That is not okay. So now I'm going to be late, um, but I'm still going to go and I'm still going to be there. So I hope you guys remember what school your kid goes to. That's a really important first step. All right. You're doing a great job. Bye. I love it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It is just like everything that is like symbolic of, I think, the place we are all at. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's been 18 months. Yeah. Which is a long time. Very long time. There's like a, a reoccurring theme happening here of, and even with your fail, Rebecca, of the, like, I forgot my child was, like, a person who, yeah. you know, could change their mind about stuff. What we forget that we are people who might forget entirely where our children go to school because that's the kind of thing we take for granted. We think, I want to know, yeah. yeah, was it a oh, different yeah. kid's school? Was it an old school? Was it just a school you drove by? Did and you, you decided just, you were like, "That's cute. I think we should check that out." What? Like, I want to yeah. know. I know. Yeah. Was it like 
the old preschool. Was it the school? Yeah, maybe that they went to and now they have to go to a different. Was it their elementary school and your children are now in, in college? Middle school. Yeah. And, yep. <laughs> you went does. to daycare. You went yeah, to daycare. You went to daycare. We've got five kids in five yeah, schools, that's... which I didn't think about until now, but I'm like, I could totally do that. You have five kids in five schools. Yes. That, if that was like a math equation, if that was like a word problem, the answer would be impossible. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the no. The answer is just nah. <laughs> not, not going to ever guess. But three of them are in a city and not near each other. They're all in L.A., and I would totally, I would totally, seven minutes? Yeah. No, I wouldn't make it. I just, oh, I just, I feel. Yeah. Man. I feel. For, I, in fact, Noam has a back-to-school night. And mm-hmm. it took me like a month of knowing that before I was like, I guess I should hire a babysitter. Yeah. Like, it's like we all forgot yeah. how to do this. Does anybody know how to pack a lunch? Does anybody remember this? I, like, just all cookies. That's it, right? (laughs) Just all cookies. All right. (laughs) Everybody, you're doing a horrible job, and I love you all so much. This is so wonderful. I needed to hear, because I'm doing, I'm fucking up a lot, and I am tired. And, like, this is, I just love doing, maybe we'll just have to do genius fail spectaculars for the rest of our lives. I'm down with it. Right? You are doing a horrible yet wonderful job. Yes. And we will be back with a rant. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Dipsy. Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. You guys know what I'm about to say. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. (laughs) Sound the horns. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. I have found Dipsy to be remarkable. Whenever I have a little time to myself, it helps me get in touch with myself. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash badmother. That's 30 days full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash badmother. dipsystories.com slash badmother. We have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface, well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. 
Some seek salvation for their homeland above. Others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls. And others still seek, what else? Fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone, every other Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. Or we can just talk about it on the show. Ono, Ross, and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to the umpteenth genius fail spectacular plus rant. One rant today, guys. Buckle up. Let's do it. Hey, One Bad Mother. I was just calling with uh, a rant slash, you know, puzzle. Um, I live in a part of the country where there's not a very high rate of vaccinations and some new cases are popping up um, of COVID. And I have three small children, one of whom is pretty vulnerable. And my rant is, like, when did we decide that it was okay to forget kids in all this? Why aren't we protecting kids? And now I have to make an impossible decision. I did remote school most of last year, and now I won't even have that option. My school's doing nothing. It's like it's over. It's not over for me. Um, so I think I have to homeschool my kids. And my puzzle is how can I prepare homeschool for my kids when my kids are always at home and I don't have any time? Sort of like how can you clean your house when your people are in it, except it's like their entire education that I have to figure out for the year. So, yeah, I I want us to protect kids better. Not just my kids, all kids. All kids need protected. And I just don't understand when that pivot happened. And I'm really tired and exhausted and I'm tired of feeling crazy in my community for being so protective of kids. When everyone else has moved on with their life, it's like Twilight Zone, and I'm so alone, and I'm so tired. And I just, if you're in this situation, you're not alone. I feel you. I'm, I'm going through this with you, and hopefully we'll all come out on the other side stronger and whatever other bullshit we tell ourselves when stuff is really hard. But you can do it. I have to figure it out. I'm not really sure how, but today I'm not. I'm, t- I'm just angry. Thanks for letting me be angry into the void. You're doing a really good job, and hopefully I will too. Bye. First of all, you are doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's impossible. I mean, what, right? Like, what you've just set up is 
the the kind of like weight, like emotional weight that you're just like, I'm just going to lay here stuck under this. Yes. There are several things that you bring up in this. And I think one of the things that like has been so hard since this whole thing started was the lack of choice. We have very few choices. And even the choices that we do get, if we have them, are not the choices we want, right? Like, and, and so we have to pick between two bad choices sometimes. And, or this one's all right, right? right. Like, when you're right. so tired, you don't want to make adjustments. I just want to like say that right now, that like some of this just boils down. Yes, we all know we're going to have to make me, yes, yes, we're going to have to figure it out. Okay, yeah, I know. I we're gonna figure out this problem and eventually I will, but for right now, you don't have the emotional strength or any of it to do it. Right. Right? Right. No, I was I I feel for you because it I was in a supermarket the other day and this guy was just being a jerk and he just wouldn't wear a mask. And we're in California yeah. and it's mandated, we're inside. And my kid's in the cart behind my two-year-old who cannot, you know, you can't not know that he can't be vaccinated. Here's the thing. For some families and some kids with serious autoimmune issues and with other needs that even even if they were old enough to get vaccinated, they couldn't. They are more susceptible to this illness that whether you think it's just a cold or not poses a threat to those children, right? I, again, I will go back to the doctor we talked to who said that the flu usually kills somewhere between like two and 500 kids a year. And last year there was only one child who died and I, I wouldn't even like one child to die, but that's some fucking serious, like that's the flu. And we're yeah. talking about COVID. And I, I just want to say, like, yeah, I, I'm with you. I am with both of you. I do not understand the big deal about a fucking mask. And I am, again, it goes back to that pressure being on you. Mm-hmm. For somebody who just doesn't want to do a thing. Now, I again, I'm, I'm not trying to generalize all people who don't wear masks. I There's got to be a lot of gray in there. I'm going to have to be gracious enough to think that there is some gray that there is, but like, you know, at the same time, that doesn't take away your stress of being a parent who has been given no choice by the system that is in place where you live to provide education for your children. Um, And and that feeling of, well, my only choice then is going to have to be to homeschool. And how can I even do that when there are children here all the time who need my attention? And that, that is a lot. And I, I know that you know you're not alone. I know you know that you're not alone because you've already said that. So you're not. And I think... We've got to really keep an eye and an ear out for each other. And if we we see this kind of thing happening, 
stepping up and how can I help? How can I help you do this, right? Like a, a great place to start is the library. I'm just gonna say it. They are an amazing resource, especially when it comes to tutor. A lot of homeschool families and groups use the library. They have a tutor that comes. They have like one teacher for multiple children. You know, like you don't have to carry this alone is basically what I'm trying to tell you. Yes. Despite how alone you feel right now. And teachers love to make materials and share them. Oh, so yeah. get on the internet and get some of those things and give your child independent activities so that you have a moment to hear yourself think. Yep. Because it's that is really, really hard. That's really hard. And I I also I also understand carrying the pressure of other people's choices. And I'm I'm really sorry. Cause that's it's not your it's not your weight to carry. Yet there we are. Carrying it. <laughs> and it sucks. I think you are remarkable and you're doing a really good job and you've got this. And if you don't, call back. <laughs> Everybody, I love the Geniusville Spectacular Plus rant. It's my favorite. It is. God, Rebecca, when you came on to co-host with me in the past, we were knee, not even knee, we were like neck high in yeah. the pandemic. Neck high. Yeah. And how does it feel being here now? Where where would you say it is for you? Is it still mm -hmm. at the neck? No, I think we're now, we're down, we're waiting. We're waiting okay. through the pandemic. But there could be an alligator in there. There, oh, there's definitely an alligator, and I'm looking out for it. Yeah. But but I think we've got – I mean, I don't want to say it's the new normal because I just don't want it to be, but but we've got skills that we didn't have yeah. a year and a year and a half ago. Yeah. And we've got flexibility, and we've got a little more stamina, I think, to get through it. And I think our you've kids got do stamina? too. I'm so tired, Rebecca. <clears throat> well, yeah. No, I'm just coming off of yeah. teacher summer, so oh, I yeah. have stamina oh, and you okay. don't. No, but and you still in... had like five kids at home. Like you still had a million children in your house. So okay, but in April, it was we're like going to flip. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In, in a couple they of weeks. They tell me that. They I'm just going to give my children away in, a couple yeah. of, in like a couple of days. Here's also the thing I think we should try and work on as a hive mind, and that is... What can we say to people when we need to feel safer in a place that we are at? So, for example, you know, if you're in a store with your baby and there's a person really close to you, there's option A, you're a murderer. How do you right. feel about that? Uh, or it appears you are uncomfortable with wearing a mask. My child is still at an age where they are highly susceptible to illnesses and don't have a lot of the things our bodies have to fight it. Don't say it sarcastic like I'm saying it with like a face. <laughs> Would you mind putting it on while you're around my baby? Right? Like or while that's... you're around my child. And like maybe we just need to keep a couple of extras in our bags. That's a good idea. Right? They're like, do you mind and... just put it? Yeah. 
Also, starting with the question is so much better than yeah. a like statement. Would you mind? Could you do this for me? Yeah. Is so much easier for someone to hear than why are you trying to kill my baby? Which is yeah, also sure. a question I understand, but different. Yeah, no, I know. So I think though that's really <laughs> I think questions are so important. Like whenever I say to my mom, I'm like, can I say da 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 da? And she's like, how about you try? What do you think it? <laughs> But it does. It helps. It makes a giant difference. Yeah. It's it, not what you say. It's how you say it. I know. Isn't that the truth about almost fucking everything? God, it's so hard, especially when we're all so tired. Listen, so everybody, tired. you are all remarkable. You're all remarkable. You're all doing an amazing job. All the fails, all the geniuses, all together, we are all doing it. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that's right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.